We are also uh, having an induction service for Pastor Steve and Bex as they uh, step into the role as Senior Pastor of Elam Christian Centre. Today is the first stage of a two-stage process. Uh, I will continue as Senior Minister over the uh, next two years, no more than two years, uh, absolutely, and I'll work with Pastor Steve as he uh, looks to take over the leadership of the church and uh, then I will retire to the oversight board uh, and sit on there as a founding pastor or something like that. Uh, so uh, finally step back. But also because this is just a, such a special and historic moment uh, in the life of Elam Christian Centre, we're linking this uh, service here live with the 8.30 service at our Manuera campus. And then today it will be uh, replayed across all of our uh, campuses and so in Whangarei, in the city, uh, in Manuera, in the other services, Papakura, Pukekaui, and also in the other services that we have here today. So uh, why don't we this morning, let's just give them a big uh, welcome this morning, a big botany uh, welcome uh, to our service uh, here today. And also a very special welcome uh, to uh, Pastor Stephen Beck's family that are here today. And it's just a thrill uh, to have you with us on this special occasion. For Marin and myself, as we start, uh, I guess to come to the near the end of this 35-year uh, journey leading Elam Christian Centre, uh, we can't help but just stop and just to reflect a little bit on that journey that we've had. And uh, we began in the Howick Intermediate School uh, just up the road uh, with a group of around about, we had about a group of about 20 people that were meeting in a home and praying uh, for this new church that we were about to start. And on our first Sunday on our own, we had uh, uh, 60 people turned up and some are still with us today. I know some are here uh, in the service this morning and we just honour you for uh, sticking with us on this uh, crazy uh, journey. And uh, we had borrowed $3,500 from the bank. I think I borrowed against my house or something like that, $3,500, uh, so that we could buy a second-hand sound system and uh, an overhead projector. Who remembers the overhead projectors? You stick them on, whoops, got it around the wrong way, turn it around. And so we had that and offering bags and communion trays and things that we needed to uh, start this church. It was like a really, really basic beginning that we had. And uh, today, I understand like there are over uh, 13,000 members in the church, over 1,200 uh, students in the school. Uh, school spread over three campuses, uh, over 60 students in our leadership uh, college, with preschool, we have global missions program. We have an organisation with way over $50 million in, in assets. Uh, our annual turnover, I think somewhere up around the $20 million uh, mark, a staff of over 200. We've had incredible provision uh, from God. It's just been an amazing journey. Uh, we have so much to be thankful for, so much to praise uh, our Lord and our Saviour for. Most of you know the story how we started uh, in our first year. Uh, I started to look for land. And uh, so Georgina Meehan, who's just sitting down there, she knew that I was wanting to uh, start a building fund, so she gave me $10. And so when we were negotiating to buy this land here, uh, we had $10 in the bank. Uh, the people that we were negotiating with did not own that, obviously. And uh, that's just been an incredible journey of God's provision for us with facilities as well. But church is about God and people. And uh, much more important than our programs and our buildings are the amazing people that call Elam Christian Centre home. And uh, we have incredible world-class leaders 
leaders that are now gracing pulpits across the world, tremendous leaders. Uh, God's given to us hundreds of folk uh, with amazing gifts, amazing talent, and uh, many hundreds have found faith in Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Saviour. God has richly blessed us, and the story hasn't ended there. I just believe that the future that God has got for us is absolutely amazing. As a leadership, the elders, we have been talking about this day for a, a number of years. It's not easy transitioning a church, especially from the uh, founding pastor and when the church has grown to become a very large church. And probably really a good example of a, a successful transition was uh, where Pastor Boyd Ratnaraja from our South Campus uh, also took over as our national leader. Uh, he had his own style. Uh, he's added to what happened before. I was a national leader for many years and then uh, Pastor Mike from our city campus was uh, also the national leader for a number of years and Pastor Boyd now has come in and taken it to a new level and, and that is the way it should be. Each leader comes and each has different strengths. Uh, in scripture, Moses handing over to Joshua is a great example of succession and God had done some amazing miracles through, through Moses. His childhood was incredible. He was born as a Hebrew slave, and yet he grew up in the uh, palace of, of the Pharaoh. Uh, God used Moses to set the people of Israel free from the uh, chains of Egypt. It was Moses who gave them the Ten Commandments, uh, the tabernacle, the whole pattern, the way that they were to worship as, as a people. Uh, his face shone, he, he met in the presence of God and the glory of God just caused his face just to shine. Uh, he had led them through the wilderness, he had brought them right to the edge uh, of the land of Canaan, the promised land. Uh, he had a unique set of gifts that God had used to bring the people of Israel out of slavery, out of captivity and bring them right into this place, into the promised land uh, that he's got. But Moses was not to be the person to lead them into the next stage. And uh, the next stage of the journey, uh, God raised up Joshua to do that. And so it was time for Moses to pass on the baton uh, to Joshua, to the next generation. And uh, you read in scripture there where God came and spoke to Moses. He said these words to him in Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 27. He said, go to the top of Pishgar and look west and north and south and east. Look at the land with your own eyes. Since you are not going to cross this Jordan, but commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, and he will lead this people across and cause them to inherit the land that you see, that you will see. And so there's this crucial stage. If you're running a relay uh, race, there's this crucial stage uh, where there's a passing of the baton. And uh, as you're reaching out, one runner's reaching out with a baton, the other runner is reaching out and grabbing hold of the baton with his hand. And there's that crucial moment where both have their hands on the baton. And that is the situation we're in at the present time uh, where uh, I'm passing on the baton to Pastor Steve and, and, and to Pastor Pex and, and uh, I'll just help them, I'll work with them just over this next season and uh, just so that we can su successfully pass on the baton uh, to go into the next stage that God's as God uh, for us as a church. And during this time, we find that God instructs Moses to do this with Joshua. He says, commission, encourage, and strengthen Joshua. Commission, encourage, and strengthen. And uh, this was the last task for Moses to do, was to prepare Joshua to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. To commission, the Hebrew language means to command, to appoint, to ordain, to give charge, uh, there's that assignment of a task uh, or a function. The next leader needs to know what's clearly in front of them. 
uh, what they have to do and what you're asking them to do. Then to encourage, uh, the new leader will have new challenges, uh, will require new leadership skills, and it's gonna require some steps of faith. There's gonna be a sense of competency that's needed and there'll be a sense of determination. There's gonna be new obstacles that are going to come uh, that will come into the leadership role. And then finally, to strengthen means to be courageous. Strengthening really is primarily about attitude. It carries that idea of the new leader needs to come in uh, with faith, uh, with a sense of vision, a sense of destiny, a focus on what they are doing. And so there was this mentoring session where Moses commissioned, encouraged, and strengthened Joshua to take over the leadership from him. And the key was to have a seamless transition. Eventually Moses passed on and Joshua stepped up to the mark. And uh, we read in Joshua chapter one and verse one and said, and after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all of these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. And I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, to the great river, the Euphrates, to the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in their west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead this people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Kind of wonder, why does God keep saying to Joshua, you know, be strong and courageous? In this chapter, he repeats it over and over. I think probably because Joshua scared stiff and uh, this new mantle, this new role that he had and he was scared stiff. Hopefully, maybe Steve's feeling a little bit that way and uh, that's healthy. That's healthy. It's a good thing. And uh, so he says, Joshua, you've got a tremendous future in front of you. There are great promises over your life, but there is going to be a fight. There are walled cities. There are giants out there. You're going to have to possess the land. It is not automatic. You have to take possession of it. And I often say to my lead pastors, you know, you guys, you're born in the promised land. You know, they didn't have to go through the wilderness. They didn't have to go through overhead projectors and all the stuff that we, we had to go through. <laughs> but... In the promised land, there are walled cities and there are giants. They will have their own fights. You know, God does, you know, we, we stand on the shoulders of, of others. We all do. Um, but God will still work stuff out in our life, won't he? He'll still have, we'll still have his dealings. And the challenge that Joshua faced were different than the challenges that Moses had. Moses had the Red Sea. He had wilderness things, foundational things like the commandments, laws, structure, all of those things that... God used Moses to introduce to the people. Joshua had walled cities and giants. And the only thing that was the same between the two was, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. See, I'll be with Moses, I'll be with you in the same way. It won't be that you won't lead the same. Your mix may be different. You, uh, your strengths are different uh, than Moses' strengths and, and uh, the things that Moses did but the promise is that I will be with you as I was with Moses. My promise is not a formula. My promise is my presence. Come on, Stephen Bex, come on up. And Marilyn, I'd like to come up too. And
Can you get them in the camera <laughs> for the other canvases? Keep in close so that we can keep you in the camera. So, I think, what does the future hold for us? And I think amazing opportunities, amazing opportunities. This church has been established now for you know, 34 odd years, just over 34 years. But I believe that the best is yet to come. And uh, my, my dream has always been that the best years of the church will be after me. You know, I'd feel a failure if, you know, you come to the end of the time and then everything dies. You know, when you, go, when you die, everything else dies with it. You know, my, my dream has always been that the best years of the church uh, will be after us. And so uh, I think Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18, it says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? People talk about the good old days. The good old days are okay, you know. I lived in the good old days, you know. They were okay. Uh, but the best is yet to, to come. And uh, God is a creator. He doesn't sleep. He's always doing new things. And so we haven't yet seen the best of what God wants to do with Elam Christian Centre. And uh, those years are ahead with Pastor Steve and Bex and, and the exciting leaders, the teams that they've built around them. But I want to encourage you, you know, it's not automatic. There are giants, there are walled cities, you're going to face difficulties, and uh, there's going to be struggles, and you need to be strong and courageous if you're going to inherit the destiny that God has got for you. But I encourage you, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, and stick with it, and don't leave, don't forsake, God will open up the windows of heaven, he'll pour out a blessing on you as much as you're not able to contain it. I'd just like to um, ask the elders to come up and uh, all like to come up now, that'd be great. It's down now, Danny and Suzette down the end, that's good. It's just been exciting to see the way that the Lord has been leading and uh, over these years. I just, you want to share a little bit now? Just wait. I'm going to have to not cry doing this because it's not tears of sorrow, it's tears of joy. And um, we've watched you guys over the last few years, and um, it's been exciting to watch you grow and the way that you've come into leadership and how humble you are. And we've known both of you for, I mean, Bex, we've known you from this age, running around our house. Steve, we've known you from running with our daughter. And so... Um, <laughs> Not that way. Not that way. <laughs> Our daughter jacked up a blind, gate, a blind date for these two. Yeah. Yeah. So, and just to see you as a family now, um, it's, it's, it's been a real blessing to us. And we know that we are leading, leaving this in good hands. We know that we um, are giving it over to you. Um, we, we love you both, and we're giving it to you with open open hands, because this has been our baby for so many years, it's, it's really been our life, and so for us, we're really, really happy at handing it over to you, and so bless you both, um, and we're here if you need a shoulder. Okay. <laughs> Our, our daughter was showing a little bit of promise in athletics, so we thought we, she needed to have a coach, and so we took her down to the athletic club locally, and, and uh, she joined a group with uh, Stephen and Bryce, and, uh, 
Uh, then at one stage, Steve asked our daughter to the school ball. She had already been to two other school balls that year. So I said, no, you, you can't go to another one. And so, um, so she said to Steve, I'll jack it up with my best friend, Bex. And uh, the rest is history. <laughs> you guys want to share? Anyone want to share anything? I just wanted to say, um, Stephen Bex, um, this church is known for grace. And what you most will need is the grace of God all over you every day. Um, leadership is unpredictable. It's hard and it's brutal, as you know already. But you know one thing, church, um, the Holy Spirit is an amazing part of the Godhead. And I always like it this. The Holy Spirit is your pressure on the inside to withstand the pressure on the outside. And, of course, it's a greater pressure, isn't it? It's an untapped pressure. So God bless you. And um, these cool dudes in front of you, they'll keep you honest. They'll keep you on track. And um, we're looking forward to the best is yet to come. Stephen Bex, I just want to honour you guys. And uh, we had a marvellous um, uh, presentation at the school just this week, which you guys went back for. And one of the powerful things that I loved was the fact, and in your lives, you guys have been called, and you've been called by God. And not only that, you've made yourselves available and you've stepped up. But the most exciting thing to me and to us all in the oversight and I know to Luke and Marilyn as well, is that you know the caller. You know and love your heavenly Father. And you are prepared to serve for the rest of your lives, your heavenly Father, and give back the gift and the privilege and honour that he's given to you. So I just uh, bless you guys. The other thing that we all pray over the next season is for a time of unity. And as the word says, where there's unity, God will command a blessing. So that unity, we pray, as the transition from Luke occurs between your team, between the other executive, the lead pastor team, and within the congregation, our prayer is that unity prevails. Our prayer also, as Luke said, was church is church and programs are programs, but people are what make the church. And our prayer also is yes, we're here to shepherd our existing congregation. But always, always, always we must remember what Elam is about. And Elam is a place of sanctuary. It's a place of rest. It's a place of restoration and healing. And it's a place where we can drink of the living waters. So that DNA, we pray, is going to continue throughout the many, many decades that are ahead and the legacy that Luke and Marilyn have started, we pray that'll just continue to glorify God. Thanks, guys. I'd just like to ask everyone to stand, even across our campuses, just to all rise to their feet at this stage in Whangarei and City, Botany, Manuera, Papakura, Pukekohe, and... Um, I'm just asking if you will give uh, Pastor Stephen Becks the same support that you've given to Marin and myself. And uh, we've been so blessed. Uh, no matter what campus we go to, we're always uh, just so well received, so well accepted and welcomed. It's just been uh, just a great joy and a privilege uh, just to serve in this role. And we, we just love you all. And uh, we're just asking you if you will give Pastor Stephen Becks 
uh, just that same love, that same commitment that you've given to us. So I'm going to ask you and ask for your response to you as committed members of Elam Christian Center receive Pastor Stephen Beeks as your senior pastors. Will you receive them in love, show them due respect and support them with prayer, service and giving and assisting them to make this service, this church, a vital witness in our nation and abroad? So, Pastor, Pastor Stephen Bex, do you, do you accept that, that call? <laughs> well, let's pray, shall we? Ask some of the elders just come around and gather around and pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this amazing privilege. Lord, we thank you that we can witness a time where there's so many good things that came before, Lord. And now in this time of transition, we pray your blessing over this process. And we pray for Stephen Bex and the kids, Lord, as they step up and accept the challenge, Lord. We pray your, your blessing over them. Um, go with them, Lord. Give them the wisdom. Give them the favor, Lord. And, and like uh, Rod said, give us the unity, Lord, just to move forward and build on what we already have. So uh, pray a blessing over them in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, we just pray right now that you will just anoint them with your Holy Spirit for the task that you've called them to do. We pray, O oh God, Lord, that you'll empower them from on high. Uh, Lord, that you'll give them wisdom beyond their own understanding. Uh, God, you'll give them revelation, O oh God. Uh, Father, that they will know uh, the seasons of God where you will just bring refreshing over their life and creativity, uh, waves of inspiration, O oh God, as to what your Spirit is wanting to do in the church. We pray, O oh God, for the gift of faith. Lord, that they will be able to take steps, bold steps, O oh God. Lord, because, you know, without faith it is impossible to please you. But, God, we just pray, Lord, you impart the gift of faith into their life. Lord, that they will take bold steps, Lord, to step out into the unknown future. Lord, in a certain hope uh, that you are an anchor to their soul. Lord, that you'll, you will give them the, uh, the way you will provide for them, that you will open up the doors, we pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for them. We thank you for the way you've molded and directed their lives. And we thank you for their mums and their dads, Lord, the way that they have also imparted into them and molded their lives, Father. And uh, we pray that you will bless them, bless them as a family. Let this season, O oh God, not be a chore, but let it be a joy, O oh God. Let them know, O oh God, what it is to uh, rest in the Lord and uh, see the power of God at work. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I just say now, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King and Head of the Church, who has given gifts for the building up of his body, and as the Senior Minister Elam Christian Centre, I now induct you, Steve Green, as a pastor, Senior Pastor of Elam Christian Centre. Amen. Church, you can be seated. Um, yeah, you can all be seated too. That'll be great. Um, wow. Um, incredibly um, overwhelmed, humbled. Um, as Luke said, like Joshua, scared stiff. 
Um, but I want to first and foremost give honour where it's due, and I want to honour Pastor Luke and Marilyn Bro uh, for being just outstanding leaders, pastors, mentors, those who have just encouraged and sown and grown. Uh, can you just join with me, church? Can we please honour <laughs> Pastor Luke and Marilyn Bro for all they are, all they do? We just. We do love you guys so very much. And uh, Marilyn, I'm probably going to need that shoulder later on today. And uh, we, will, we are so um, just in awe of you guys and thankful for all that you are and, and uh, excited about continuing the journey with you. And uh, I really do believe that the best days for all of us are yet to come. God is an amazing God. Uh, in a few moments' time, this is not just about um, us today, but this is about you this is, the church has never been about one person. It's been about the God who loves every person. And uh, today we we're going to take some time uh, in every one of our services and all of our locations, all our campuses to pray for you. Uh, because really you are the hands and feet of Jesus in this world. And our job is to help you and empower you and equip you to give you what you need to do what God's called you to do. So uh, soon we're going to take some time and invite every single person, your kids, everybody, to come and we want to anoint you and pray for you and bless you for this year for what God has got for you. Uh, before we do that though, I, uh, I said to Luke just before we got up on stage, I said, it's basically 19 years to the day today that I came in the doors of this church. I'm going to try not to get emotional. <laughs> 19 years to the day that uh, I came in here as an 18-year-old kid and met Jesus. <laughs> breathe, breathe, it's okay. I, wanna, I do want to just uh, get, before I do this, I want to honor my family for being here, my mum, my dad, my aunties and uncles, in-laws, and my brother, and everyone who's come to be here from, some people have traveled quite far to be here with us, and people have been part of our journey, uh, Darren Walsfold, lots of people who've come to be here, and we're just so honored to have you here today as well. Um, when I came in the doors of this church, I um, discovered a God who loved me unconditionally. Just like, it didn't matter that I'd never really met him before or knew about him or knew his word. It didn't matter that I was lost and broken on the inside. I walked in these doors and I met a God who, who just accepted me as I was and gave me life and purpose and hope and vision and, and, and gave to me everything that I was looking for in life to, to, to find joy and fulfillment. It was like in that moment, I found everything I'd been searching for and and in that moment when I came in the doors of this church, I found a church that welcomed me despite me being a stranger. I found a church that, uh, that invited me to be a part of the family of God. I met a God who forgave my sins and took away the wrong brokenness in my life and threw it away from me as far as the east is from the west and gave me His grace and His love. And to now, 19 years later, be here today doing this is quite overwhelming. And it's astounding to me, and it's a testimony to the goodness and the grace of God. I'm trying to fight the emotion this whole way through. Please bear with me. The, 
the amazingness of God, it just astounds me that he took an 18-year-old kid and through a journey with him where I just fell in love with him and met him and was overjoyed that I could know him and taken step after step, just following him to, from that day to this day. It's not about me. And this journey will never be about me. This, 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 the next season for us as a church, it will never be about me. It will always be about God, the goodness of God, the love of God, and the grace of God for all people. Keep it together. I've been sick all week, so that's why I'm emotional. I'm just saying. Just saying. But I want to I want to say today before we get you up to pray for you, and we're going to do that very very shortly. I want to say this: if you're here in this room today, and maybe you don't know Jesus, maybe you've walked in these doors today and you've never encountered the love and the grace of God. I can tell you, friends, He loves you. He made you. He's got a great plan for your life. It's bigger and grander and more extravagant and bizarre than you'll ever expect or think for yourself. He's a good God. He wants to remove your sin, your guilt, your shame from you. There's forgiveness for your sins and there is new life in Jesus. And if you're here today and you don't know that, I would love this moment right now to lead you in a very simple prayer where you can find forgiveness for your sins and brand new life that you can find in Jesus. Can I ask every person in this room just to take one moment, just to bow your heads and close your eyes. If you're here in this room today and I make a promise that I will never finish a moment on this platform without giving an opportunity for someone to know Jesus and I keep that promise today. If you're here today and you're not right with God and you wanna know Jesus, all I want you to do right now as fast as you can is put your hand up nice and high right now to say, Steve, yes, I need to get right with Jesus today. I need to get my life right with Him. I need a new start. I need a forgiveness for my sin. I need to have a fresh start with Jesus right where you are. You know who you are. Just hand up right now, just so I can see it. No one's looking around. No one's looking at you, thinking you're something weird or different. Just say yes to Jesus. Right now, if you're saying yes to Jesus, I wanna lead you in a very simple prayer. Just say these words. Say, God, today, I surrender my life to you. I know that I've made a mess, but I believe that Jesus, you have died for me. So right now, I ask you to come into my life and make me brand new. I receive your grace in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Man, church, can you do me a favour? Put your hands together for every person that lifted their hand, that said yes to Jesus today. Church, can we stand together one more time today? Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, and I do apologise that uh, I've been emotional. I'm gonna go spend some time with Pastor Marilyn later and she can help me figure it out. It is our honour, it is our joy to serve you, to lead, to, by God's grace, take us into the future that God has for us. It's all His plan, it's not ours. And all we wanna do is lean into Him and walk the path that He's calling us to walk. We're honoured to serve you, we're honoured to lead you, and we love you so very much. And what we'd love to do is, um, I'm gonna invite our pastoral team and any of our elders that are still here um, to just to come down the front 
and what we're going to do is we're going to close our service uh, like this. Um, I'm going to invite, the band's going to just play, and as they play, we're going to invite you to come. And our team are here, and they've got little flasks of oil. And this oil, all they're going to do is, is anoint your head with oil. It's really a symbolic gesture. It's a blessing on your life. We believe that you are called by God, you are loved by God, and He's got a plan for you. And all we're gonna do is pray a blessing on you and affirm the call that God has for you and bless you as you go to serve Him this year in 2020. I believe this is a great year. It's a year of significance, of abundance and overflow and blessing in the life of this church and in your life. And so uh, as we as we sing, as the band leads us, just feel free to come. Uh, if you would like to do this with your children, if you'd like your kids to be part of it, you're more than welcome now to go and get your kids from Power Zone or the Crash or wherever they might be and bring them in here and get prayed for as a family. Once you've been prayed for, uh, you're free to go. You, you, don't, you don't, don't have to stick around, just you're free to go. Uh, we've got another service starting in a, uh, just a few minutes time. If you're a guest, you're welcome to head on to the guest lounge afterwards. This isn't compulsory. Don't feel any pressure to do this. You don't have to come and be prayed for. But if you would like our team to pray for you and bless you, it will be our absolute honour and joy to do so. Let me pray for you, church, and then let's do, uh, do that. Lord, we honour you. First and foremost, we give you all glory and praise. And Lord, I thank you for the call that is on every single life in this room. God, you are big, you are grand, you're a God of almighty power and grace and vision. And so Lord, as we pray for every person, we anoint them with your goodness, we anoint them with your grace. God, we anoint them with your power, Lord, to go and make a difference in this world this year for your kingdom's cause. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you, church. Please feel free to come. Your love, your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came. To encounter your love, your love surrounds Overflow in this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love surrounds You're the reason we came. Counting your love, your love surrounds us. Overflow, overflow in this place. Your love surrounds us. You're the reason we came to encounter your love.
Oh, 